I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Give it to me! Give it to me! Hi, I'm Hollywood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And welcome, hold on. I had to sneeze. Welcome to It's a Thing, the (laughs) weekly podcast supported by you. (laughs) Where we begin... With what's left over, turn it into what will last. Pretty much our story. Thanks for joining us. Wow, that's a very informal mission statement from Emiko. It's real, real millennial mission statement. There, it's like right on their homepage too. Begin with what's left over, turn it into what will last. Pretty much our story. Yeah, I like geared up. Did you hear me too? I geared up for the like the real good mission statement. Yeah, and then it was over. And then Emiko was like, "Eh." (laughs) "Yeah." We're not doing we make that. Make sustainable chairs. The end. Also, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy I got to the uh, command shift A in time. That's the key command for muting. On That's Zoom, your mute command. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I am glad that I had Molly Wood here to advise me on uh, the things today because I, I just wasn't sure where to go. Uh, but I did bring this one. Molly confirmed uh, that it's worth bringing up. So here you go, folks. You decide. Dress over pants. I mean, dude. The nineties are back. back. <laughs> this is this is two K. This is like Stone Cold Y two K. I guess yeah. This Inner is more two K. This is early two K. You're right. You're right. I love this too. I mean, I love that it's just literally following the timeline. Like the longer we do the show, the more decades we have to work with. (laughs) Pretty soon, (laughs) things that were things in earlier season will be coming back. Like not retro things, but things that were new. Yeah. They totally will. You know what? May we last that long? May we. May we. That's me speaking French. Your lips to God's ears. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> May we? Um, yes, by the way, dresses over pants, 1 million percent back. And I was actually at an event just a couple weeks ago. Like, I'm literally looking for my excuse to wear this outfit because I was at this event and the like cool photographer at the event had this like black dress over black wide leg, wide legged pants. And I was like, son of a biscuit, that looks so cool. And I have both of those items in my closet. I just wouldn't have put them together like that because it's not the year 2000. Okay, and you know the sort of economic – it's a myth, but it's a thing that's out there. I would call it a meme if it wasn't so old that you know the higher the hem length, the better the economy. And as, as the economy slows down, the hem length lowers. Dress over pants just kind of is, is effing with economists there. It's like, I don't know. Where is my hem length? I mean my hem length here, but I got pants on. Right. What are you going to do with that economy? I mean, honestly, that's kind of it's kind of perfectly appropriate for this economy. Yeah, the, this like, economy is just you can't make any sense of it. <laughs> just right, like dress shrug. over pants. <laughs> this economy is like dress over pants. It's the shrug emoji emoji of economies. <laughs> Might as well put a dress over yeah. pants. I don't, I don't know. know. Headline somewhere, but I got pants on, so I don't care. Oh, my God. That's incredible. That's amazing. And oh, it looks so cute. Now I have to go somewhere. Dress over pants. 
I mean, there's, what more is there to say but dress over pants when you're talking about dress yeah. over pants other than they're back. You're now going to walk out of your house and see them. Yes, 100%. And in case you're wondering, we literally mean wearing a dress over your pants. Right. Any like kind. Just straight up dress. Yeah. And then under that pants, any pants, not the let, not dress over leggings. This is no, not the no, 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 Nick over leggings thing. That could be jeans, could be gray dress pants, could in be one, whatever, whatever you want. Very, in very, one very odd instance, it, it's Katie Holmes in like a tube dress, like a really tight fitting tube dress. Yeah. Over extremely schlumpy jeans. Yeah. These are the like jeans I'm jeans. currently wearing, but I am not wearing that dress. Yeah, and then I what appear to be maybe like New Balance shoes, which are kind of a thing right now. But mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. Dress over pants. Whatever pants you're wearing, put a dress over it. You're in. <laughs> it's like put a bird on it. That's the other put thing. A dress on it. <laughs> put a dress on <laughs> because the the dresses are all over the place. Like you say, Katie Holmes has got that tube dress. Then there's like like really billowy like country dresses, and then there's like chic, you know, stylish cuts and. Uh, there's one of Ashley Tisdale that's like a slip dress over a t-shirt, which was peak 2000s over jeans (laughs) with ballet flats and a big boho bag. There's almost so 2000s. Like I can't even, I can't even, my iPod just started dialing AOL. (laughs) Exactly. It was so 2000s. (laughs) It really, it's like, it's upsetting. It really freaking Oh my is. gosh. I just, someone just, just friended me on Friendster. It was so 2000. <laughs> I'll have to go on Blogspot and write about this. Everything's great right now. I'm telling my future self, my past self, but just like, yeah, yeah. give it a couple months. Give it just, a couple months. So there you friend. go. Dress over pants, folks. Write it down. Amazing. Um, well, I am, I have to confess that as long as we're doing kind of but making the sausage i was like did i have i really not done this item yet is it really just chilling in the bullpen and mm-hmm. thank god that i pulled it out of the bullpen because sportingnews.com has a story published <laughs> two days ago first of all sub thing sporting news is still here <laughs> sporting news still around great job guys way to hang in there um on uh with the headline what does i'm him mean Explaining the origin of the slang term used by athletes from Joe Burrow to LeBron James. I'm him. So you basically, you point at someone and you go, I'm him. But that's actually sort of just, it's in much, much wider use than that. Like anytime anything is cool and it doesn't even have to be a a guy. It's like, oh, I'm him. He's him. Oh, that's him. Right. Something is or is not him. So, and then the variants are all over the place, such as Timothy. <laughs> I love that. I love Timothy. My brother's name is Timothy, so maybe that's part of the appeal. Oh, he's yeah. now Timothy. Yeah, yeah, he's Timothy. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And and to be clear to people, when you when I point at Molly and say I'm him, I'm not saying Molly is him and I'm Molly. <laughs> no, no, it's I'm the guy. I'm the guy. And and according to this sporting news article, it's from our rap song, right? Yeah, it's totally from a 2019 rap song um, by Kevin Gates, and evidently it was the title of his second album, released in 2019 with H I M meant to be an acronym for His Imperial Majesty. Obviously, the idea of like, you know, him 
the guy. Yeah. Like that goes back. That's I'm been around man. a while. Yeah. Right. But this new usage of just like, I'm him. And apparently, specifically, Himothy, which by <laughs> itself has made it into the Urban Dictionary as meaning That's the greatest amazing. of the great, is just like the best. And so it, as in all things, was verified by my child because we were walking along and we were talking about somebody like trying to be cool. And my son goes, he's not him. <laughs> he thinks he's him. He's he not thinks him. he's him, but he's not him. And I was like, <laughs> God, that is so good. I cannot wait to start using that. So in ways that make you go, please stop using that. Once again, folks, a public service provided to you by Molly Wood with the aid of her child. Mm-hmm. You now you now know this. If you haven't encountered it, you're about to. And if you have, now you know what it meant. Exactly. So put your dress on over your pants and ask yourself, <laughs> am I or am I not him? Put your dress on over <laughs> your big girl pants and say, I'm him. I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, look, it's a confusing world. We're here to be your guide. <laughs> Turned into a, like a, some sort of weird self-help like advice. <laughs> we got you. We got, we you. got this. We got you. We're all good. You're him. You're uh, him. I have some anecdata that supports that. <laughs> oh, look at you. That's my you next made thing. made the segue into the thing, and it's so perfect. <laughs> anecdata is a... Word that I have in real life encountered multiple times now uh, over the past couple of months when someone's trying to make a point using evidence that is based on their personal experience rather than any kind of research or analysis. So in other words, it's like anecdotal, but it's also like data, anecdata. Right. I mean, honestly, like, if we wanted to, we could probably rename our show Anecdata. That is kind of what this is. Yeah. Kind of what the whole show is. Yeah. Cause we're uh, just we're, as an example of the, of what I think is the perfect use of Anecdata, right? Which right. is like, I'm out in the world. I've seen this thing a million times. I have information. It's not uh-huh. just an anecdote, but it's also not systematically, like scientifically collected. Yeah. Oh, I love this. And I actually feel like I may have recently heard this on a Zoom call. But it was Zoom, right? It was like over the internet, so I wasn't sure. But I think so. I yeah. think it happened. Oh, and I like this. Saray uh, in Discord says, anecdata often gets conflated with an N of one experiment. Uh, and yeah, that's not exactly the same thing uh, mm. because that's an experiment. Anecdata it could be more, the N could be two uh, because you could you could be collecting a couple of pieces of information, three or four pieces of information. When we talk about our things, sometimes we'll say, you know, I heard this, then I heard this other thing. And then the third time I was like, that's a thing. That's still anecdata. Yep. Anecdata uh, also uh, could be used to describe what we call vox pop Mm. in the industry. Like the thing you hear on the radio where, or on TV where someone (laughs) just asks a whole bunch of people what they think about something. Yeah. And then, then makes their, their policy of their company based on that. No, no, like puts them on the radio. Like, what do you think? What does everybody in, you know, Nashville think about Dolly? No, I'm sorry. I just went to the Elon Musk Vox Populi thing because oh, it immediately right. is what came to mind. Damn it. I'm embarrassed. That one went right over my head. No, no, that's all right. That's all right. on my part. Um, it was a big miss. It, yours is Hilarious. the accurate description of Fox Populi. <laughs> and then you quit your job, don't you? Aren't you going to anytime now? I'm pretty right. sure you're supposed to quit your job now. You said. Yep. 
Well, you said as soon as you can find someone stupid enough to take over for you, you will. Oh, uh, that's a manic data right there. <laughs> oh yeah, my god, anecdata is amazing. Oh, and that is such a good thing. You can use anecdata pejoratively, I suppose, but I actually don't hear it used that way, really. It's more like saying, this is valuable, but I don't want to oversell it. Right. I really like that. Yeah. It's like a, it's like the, um, what is the word I'm looking for? You qualify it. It's a qualifier that does not discount. Yes. Well put. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Amazing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Science-ish. <laughs> Science-ish. Science-like. <laughs> um, well, science has agreed on one thing for a very, very long time. And yet, for whatever reason, it has taken until the year of our Lord, 2022 and 2023, to truly make it a thing. And that thing is drinking a lot of water. Oh, my God. This, this takes me back to, like, uh, high school rhetoric class when someone would get up and give the speech about why you shouldn't drink eight glasses of water every day. Yeah. I mean, this is right. Like drinking a lot of water and this again, this is like, yeah. this is the subtle genius of it to think. People yeah, yeah. Like appreciate that we've all known for a long time that we need to drink more water, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden we've productized it. And now we have performative water drinking. Which, and for whatever reason, because the kids are so freaking healthy and they're not drinking alcohol, I don't know. But everybody's I, got the bit. I, I've even, noticed some people compa- combating against the idea that you they're like you, you probably drink enough water, like just drink yeah. when you're thirsty. You you don't you're probably not drinking too little water, which to me is a sign that there is a huge movement to drink water, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't get people going. Well, actually, you know, maybe you're drinking <laughs> too much water. It's like pissing people off. Exactly. Honestly, that's what made me put it in the lineup today because I've been seeing it and I've been observing and I knew that, for example, there was this um, TikTok famous water bottle by Stanley, you know, the thermos people. Yeah, yeah. The Stanley Quencher is this like 32 ounce water bottle that's (laughs) that's taken TikTok by storm. It's like sold out everywhere. And it is really cool because it has a straw, but also like the bottom part is narrow. So it fits in a cup holder. Oh my God. <laughs> They've thought of everything in the water bottle department. And I bought another thing that a lot of people are buying, which is the gallon jug that is broken into times of the day with little encouraging messages. Oh. I mean, I can't believe I bought this. It's like the live, laugh, love of water. <laughs> <jugs>. <laughs> but it, it's, it makes sure that you drink all the water you want to drink. Yeah. For that day. And then right. Some, yeah. yeah. A gallon. Mm-hmm. So then, yes, what happened is literally today on Twitter, I saw a guy on Twitter who I like and respect being like, what the hell? <laughs> like, do I have to do this? I don't want to do this. What kind of like, what kind of container do you even use to drink this much water? <laughs> well, I I, I don't I know like, when uh-huh. I saw that, but I saw an article saying like, yeah, they, they, you need to drink eight cups of water, a gallon of water. There's like no basis for that. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, that, 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 that was, it was something where somebody like guesstimated and then it became gospel. Like, mm-hmm. like it's, it, again, we generally drink enough matter. water in a day. We get yeah. water from food because if you're thirsty, you drink something. And also, you can be hydrated by coffee. It's the, the idea like, oh, coffee, it dehydrates you. Beer, it dehydrates you. It's like, no, it doesn't actually dehydrate you. 
it, it doesn't leach water. Like if you just drank water. coffee, you wouldn't dry up. But it just doesn't yeah. hydrate you as well as water does. This is so funny too. What's amazing about this is that I am somehow hearing you say these things like flashing back to an episode of Buzz Out Loud where we talked about drinking water. Oh my water. gosh, yes, yes. <laughs> like because everybody's been talking about drinking water for however long, but for some reason, and I don't know why, and maybe it's the merch, this is the moment that the water has hit. Yeah. It's and the, the, it's the combination of the Stanley Quencher and, and the TikTok, I feel like. It's that Venn diagram. It is. And people were buying those, the big jugs, like the gallon that I bought about um with mm-hmm, the with mm-hmm. the uh the lines at 3 p.m it's all you yeah, can the do encouragement it. thing yeah the encouragement thing i i got it I, and there was a oh god yeah you're right the uh the tiktok also drove it home because i saw a tiktok that was like you know us getting ready to go out in 2018 and it's someone like doing their hair and making it look all fancy and putting on tons of makeup and uh-huh. then it's like your friend texting me you and saying come over for dinner and this woman pulls throws on her like uh ankle length puffy coat check grabs her Stanley Quencher check uh-huh. and like runs out the door just looking like <laughs> cute millennial. And I was like, good Lord, good Lord. Here's what I am sorry to say. I have been drinking a crap ton of water. Mm-hmm. And then when I don't drink a crap ton of water, like my skin looks measurably better when I drink a crap ton of water. Oh, it like, does. Like, well, you're seeing an effect. I do. I, I see a noticeable effect yeah. actually. So, and that's, that's interesting because there's a mm-hmm. difference between the Mayo Clinic saying, you know what, drink when you're thirsty. Most people, that's enough, unless you have a health condition or whatever. That's, right. will you be clinically dehydrated? No, you'll be fine. What you're saying is, sure, but there's a difference between being not clinically dehydrated and looking good. Mm-hmm. You know, and- you, you can be perfectly healthy and look like a prune. Yeah, you really can. And apparently, like, dehydration, like, mild adult dehydration is a total thing. And I don't know for sure. But there's been this, like, there have been these, like, sort of pop science articles recently saying, you know, 75% of Americans are chronically dehydrated. And they're saying, like, even low, even mild dehydration can cause cognitive issues like i don't even i mean it's but like that's the same stuff we've been hearing for decades that causes the stuff. eight the 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 eight glasses of water thing and the mayo clinic one is like um probably not you're probably fine yeah. also so like you're probably fine you can't drink too much water so you know if you're drinking a lot of water don't don't worry it's like that's also not bad only yeah. like athletes or people engaging in bad radio contests are at risk of overhydrating. Right. So totally. the occasional tragic like yeah, fraternity story. It's pretty whatever, rare. Yeah. It's pretty hard to do because you'll you'll want to stop. You'll be like, ah, it's too much water. So yeah. so really what the Mayo Clinic, I what I think is great at the Mayo Clinic, they're like, you probably don't need to worry about this. But right, you know exactly. you don't need to stress it all the time. But, uh, but do you do you? You you, you want to drink more you. water and it makes your skin look good, great, uh, you're probably fine too. Yeah, but I'm sorry. You're you're saying things in a way that Americans cannot grasp. I'm I'm sorry. It needs to be. You're adding uh, what's the word? Uh, nuance to this. Oh crap! I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. Yeah, we can't. Yeah, no. What that. am I thinking? Yeah, no. It's all all the. Water. I I went beyond the limits of anecdata. 
You gotta, you gotta have all the water now. <laughs> yes, all the water that you can possibly. Because how else are you going to justify that new Stanley Quencher that you bought? Exactly. <laughs> because it's for your skin. Although I will say, I am not getting the Stanley Quencher. I have even downgraded from my gallon jug to my good old Nalgene, and I just try to have three or four of those a day. Mm. And my skin does look way, way, way better when I keep up with it. Um, but the Stanley Quencher has a straw. Mm-hmm. This is an important note for all of yeah. you who are going out and buying this because the of straw. TikTok. The straw mm-hmm. is gross as hell. It gets gross <laughs> as hell. You they they sell the straw replacements with pipe cleaners for cleaning the straw because it gets exactly. so gross. Because it gets so gross. It's disgusting. So that's my PSA. I know you're all new here, but I've been talking about mugs <laughs> for a lot of years on podcasts. Mug. <laughs> Mug. I'm a little bit of an expert. (laughs) All right. You are also experts out there, which is why we love getting your thing spotting to feedback at itsathing.me. Ben Ross, THD, a doctor of thingology, uh, Mm -hmm. wrote in with some flip phone thoughts. Uh, When you're putting on that puffer jacket and grabbing your Stanley Quencher, you might be grabbing a flip phone too. Ben says, if the youths start using flip phones for texting, because who actually calls anymore, an entire new generation will finally understand the skill it took to remember the exact button press sequence for each specific word while simultaneously discovering the joy and convenience that T9 predictive text brought to the game. Never mind the casual flex of being able to text one-handed, not looking at the screen, and knowing what you sent was perfect and typo-free. I mean... I really think that for Halloween, I might have to go with a flip phone. Okay, I'm putting together my all uh-huh, thing Halloween uh-huh, costume. Uh huh. I like where this and is it going. Is, it is a a long puffy jacket uh-huh. over a Kirkland sweatshirt. Of course. With a Stanley Quencher uh-huh. in one hand and a flip phone in the other. Uh huh. And like an Olaplex hair mask. <sighs> it's brilliant. I mean, all thing and and Nikes, obviously. And Nike. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Jord- you know, Jordans, clearly. Do you Somewhere wear a stuffed there. animal? Ooh, a backpack. Stuffed yes. animal backpack. To carry my Olaplex. To carry your Olaplex is perfect. Because otherwise no one's gonna be able to see it. I was wondering about that even as I was saying it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Done. Can we have a party? I wanna have a it's a thing Halloween party. <laughs> It's a hello thing. It's a hello thing party. Oh, maybe we just video. All right. Okay. I'm focused. I'm We're focused. doing that. Let's keep reading yeah, yeah. your email and stop party planning and shopping <laughs> for like one minute. Joe Hood comes in with some things. First is an extension, he says, of if you know, you know, or maybe the culture that is an outcrop of it. It's the vague TikTok or reels that refers to some specific term, hand gesture, or concept, but never explains it. Thing personified Julia Fox, my favorite, got caught up in this recently, not realizing that mascara means sexual assault on TikTok. Mm. What? That's like one of those words that's a swap out. I did not know this, Joe. Mm -hmm. Joe writes, some of the vagueness is due to TikTok censoring videos that don't meet community guidelines, but others feel like a very public delineating in-group and out-group. I see things posted from various subcultures online meant for their own group and without any further explanation, and it does lead to a ton of confused context pleas in the comments because the algorithm sends the video out into the world. There is a lot of code switching happening on TikTok. That's very true. Yeah. Um, he also says on Gen Alpha, one thing I'm watching evolve is going to the mall. This is such a thing. My 11 year old daughter has asked to go to the mall with her friends a half dozen times in the last two months. She wants to do a little shopping, but also 
hang out with their friends. Yeah. Finally, says Joe. I mean, dude, yes. Go like, Joe. Like the mall is in. Two for two. Oh, so good. Finally, he says, I think that the supremacy of shiplap as a feature wall has been fully replaced. <gasps> While doing Already? a building project over the last few months, I noticed that slat walls are starting to show up all over the place. Look at mm, that. Good call, slats Joe. Slats walls, really good. Yeah. Ooh, also, that looks amazing. <laughs> the slat wall? It's Yeah, it's like super mid-century. I heart it. I, I, I didn't click through. I got to go. Click. Oh, yeah. No, I like it. oh yeah yep yep. yeah yeah it's it's uh it's got a very like you're in a recording studio modern Mm -hmm. art place kind of feel yeah love that yeah loving it uh alex on more i wake i adjacent things while i has been around for a significant amount of time the similar the girls who get it get it and the girls that don't don't is more recent first appearing as a vital tiktok sound in december 2021 like ikyk it implies a level of in-group knowledge however uniquely the girls who get it carries a level of daring absent from the former phrase this is not a choice anyone would make but if you get it, you get it. Interestingly, the girl who gets it has also collided with the use of girly as a post-ironic term of endearment, modified to add the latters, according to a 2022 Refinery29 article, sense of a gleeful, playful energy, bracket that is, and bracket, infantilizing in a way that feels completely disconnected from misogyny. Make of all of this what you will. So much. We would make so much of this. <laughs> Hold, please. A post-ironic term of endearment modified to add the latter's sense of a gleeful, playful energy, infantilizing in a way that feels completely disconnected from I mean, misogyny. I'm going to be working on that for like a while. Yeah. But um, I believe you. And <laughs> Haven't seen that. That doesn't mean it's not a thing. Yeah. But I think that I could totally see the girls who get it, get it. Like that's got that kind of, um, I don't always drink beer, you know, but mm-hmm, when I do, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the girls who get it, get it. And the yeah. girls that don't, don't. Yeah. The, girl, also, the girls I, who get it, get it. I, I, th- I feel like that looks familiar. I've probably run into that one. The the use of the girly, I'm still wrapping my head around. I know. Me too. I'll, I'll, I'll just ask my kids. Yeah. We'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, exactly. I love, by the way, though, the back to back in group out group thing is yes. super interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jose wrote in on more Ohio being kind of a thing. Poor Ohio. Hello, Molly and Tom. My kids came home a few weeks ago and casually started insulting all sorts of things while laughing maniacally by using the phrase best thing in Ohio as an insult. And I apologize <laughs> to the folks in Ohio up front. Regardless, it has become a huge thing in our household with our two teenagers. And now that they've said it, I can't stop seeing it. I just Googled best in Ohio and Google auto-completed meme along with a metric ton of articles. For example, we have a dog, Luna, who's a pit bull mix, mostly pit bull, but would be considered the worst representation of a pit bull character ever. She's afraid of her own shadow and wears ridiculous PJs. (laughs) There was a photo of this, which any self-respecting pit bull would be ashamed of. Thus, my kids have deemed her the best pit bull in Ohio. (laughs) 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 Anyways, I'm certain it's a thing, at least here in Weirdo, Florida. Have you heard of this? I love the show. Oh, oh my God. Wow. That dog picture is incredible, Jose. Were you saying something else? Because all I could do is look at your dog picture. He is the best little pit bull in Ohio. She is the best pit bull in Ohio. Come on. Actually, TikTok TikTok shows me that a lot of pit bulls wear pajamas. Luna. 
because they have a little short hair. Mm. Anyway, I'm definitely going to start saying this. It's hysterical. I haven't heard it yet, but I bet I will. Don't be afraid of your shadow, Luna. It's okay. Oh my God. No, um, man. Also, I would say, and I'm not just saying this because our producer Rich is from Ohio, that <laughs> you have to be a certain level to be mocked. No one's saying best thing in Iowa, <laughs> best thing it's in true. Indiana, uh, uh, because Ohio's got enough of a presence that people know what you mean when you say it, which I think is to exactly. its credit. Yeah. Ohio has mindshare, even if that mindshare is for being comically bad. Nick wrote in with a potential thing. Uh, I live in Vancouver, British Columbia, where we enjoy excellent French pastry shops. Our local pastry shop makes an amazing cannelle, spelled C-A-N-E-L-E, accent grave. These are delicious and supposedly very hard to make. Now I'm seeing pop-up cannelle shops on Instagram where people are just making cannelle. Could this be an up-and-coming thing? Do you see this where you are? <laughs> I've seen a cannelle, and actually, that is a thing that I used to. I thought that was a kuganaman, so I guess I was confused about what those two things are. But that is a delicious little cake. I am no, not seeing these, and I want to see them in my mouth. I'm so I am now looking for the top ten best cannelle shops in Los Angeles. And okay, all right, yeah, there's a few. They're around. They're there. I mean, it's real. Let's see. I'm seeing La definitely Tropezien some recent postings. House of Canales, obviously, what? would have good Canales. Where is that? And how can I get there? There's a post, how to make Canale at theperfectloaf.com Newport from December 29th. Beach. So maybe like it's, you know, Republic. Uh, that, I'm going to be looking. Yeah. No, this is... Uh, this is this you've you've done us a service, Nick. Thank you very you much. You really have. Let now, it let Boku. it be a thing. Yeah. How about that? Let it be. Let it be a thing. <laughs> this show would not be a thing without our patrons. Patreon.com slash it's a thing is where you can support us at any level. And a select and magnificent few of you support us at the shout out level, meaning that we handcraft shout outs for you every single week. And by we, I mean producer Rich, out of, you know, an obscure text, perhaps a manual, mm -hmm. perhaps a Linux manual. Like it could be mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. And that's why you're here week after week. This week's shout outs are based on an ad for Barney's Tobacco from the April 7th, 1920 issue of Punch Magazine. <laughs> oh, my God, this is incredible. What do you think? Do you, do you want the twofer or the middle? Oh, I don't, I, 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 I'll take the middle. I'll take the, the middle. You go. <laughs> you panicked. All right. How does Jake Woods behave in action? Like a friend? Does he make Lee Price greater? Does he smooth away your Kevin Sill? Is he a quiet Andrew Bradley when Mike Akins meets the troubles which reaches all in turn? Miranda Janelle finds Eric Duncan all this and more. Others know this is so. And envy Joe Hood. For Benjamin Forrest's part, though, Laura Abel is just something to get vexed with. Louis St. Amour does not know this quiet joy. They wonder why. May we explain? Mm. Morris Jones demands three fundamentals. One, a good Gabrielle Cohen. Two, careful filing. 
three, a really good James C. Smith. I really, really don't know what words got replaced there. That that's I incredible. Want to? Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm hell? like, where? What are they trying to say about Barney's Careful. tobacco? Finally, I mean, <laughs> makes me want to smoke. Like, I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, grabbing kids my pipe. Be listening, yeah, no, Hitting good stuff. Pipe. And uh, yes, you too could be immortalized in a Barney's Tobacco-like advertisement or a Linux man page uh, by becoming a patron at the highest levels at patreon.com slash it's a thing. Or any level that suits you and keeps our show on the air week after week. We are so grateful. You can also email us your things. Feedback at it's a thing dot me because we couldn't do it without you. Oh, I realized when I was doing that that I then took the line. So yes, do that. We'll talk next time. Bye. I liked it. We mixed it up. Yeah, Shake it's good. it up. It's a new year. New year. I don't need no man. Stress over pants. Got politicians. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.